You're listening to the Prime Podcast, the young adult culture of abundant living faith center with Cruz Ramirez and Mark McGaffin. Hey, my people, prime people, welcome to the Prime Culture Podcast. I'm sitting here with Pastor Cruz Ramirez. What's good? And representing Prime Essential, we got Pastor Dave Arredondo in hey, the studio. Hey. <laughs> First time. I'm glad yeah. to be here. First time on the podcast. First Let's go. Pod- yeah. What, Bro, what do you think about the studio? It's, it's incredible. Like it's There's something familiar about it that I really like. I can't believe being Yeah. Like, uh, in our studio, we have walls. <laughs> <laughs> and chairs. Yeah. Walls, chairs. Uh, we have a ceiling. We do. we do. For sure. A whiteboard. If you want to, if you want a, just a view of luxury, come check out the Prime Culture Podcast Studio. Next level. And here we are. We are Next in level. February. Hey. And I don't know about you guys, but February just kind of puts me in the feels a little bit. Hey. And I just get all emotional because this is the love month. Mm. Mm. 143. Do you guys remember 143? Yes. You no, do? You remember? That? You don't remember 143? No. Way before my time. Wow. Bent? One four, no, 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 dude. Never mind. Then that's Blink One Forty Two. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> I bet you Blink One Eighty Two. I bet you Blink One Forty Three. Yo, One Four Three is beeper talk. So I. So oh. when I was dating, when Diana and yeah, I were yeah, dating, yeah. we were dating in the time of pagers, bro. Dang. Shout out to El Paso, JJ, the king of beepers. King Come of on, beepers. you remember oh JJ? I'm JJ, and I'm wow. the king of beepers. <laughs> Dang. So anyway, I had a pager, right? Uh-huh. And so I'd page Diana one four three because there's one letter in I, four letters in love, three letters in you. Oh my god! One Pastor four Cruz, three. You are so sweet. Yeah, oh my god! Now, oh my god! Holy smokes! Take if you notes. are listening to this right now in the gym, hashtag one four three in your car. <laughs> maybe maybe actually you are listening to this and you're on a date right now. Mm. Ooh. I just want to help everybody out. I'm gonna we're gonna uh-huh. talk about this very openly. Most underrated love songs. Period. Casey and JoJo, oh. all my life. Baby, 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 and it is so good. Oh my god! And anything by Boys to Men. Anything by Boys to Men. What'd you guys do your first dance to? I'm pretty sure it was Sparks by Coldplay. I love that song. I think it's a beautiful love song. I think I can't tell if it's that a might, song. Hold on. That might be that might be the most underrated love I've song because I've heard never it. heard of it. Dang, yeah, that's that's the song that we that was our first dance. Wow. Mm-hmm. For some reason, I thought you were gonna say "How Do I" by Leon Rhymes, <laughs> <laughs> or "Butterfly Kisses." <laughs> I didn't know, but I thought we were going that direction. But Coldplay was a very big surprise. So today, what we kind of want to do is because it's February, and it is the love—I don't know if that's a thing—the love month, whatever. But oh, it's because it's Valentine's yeah, Day in pe- February. Yeah. That's why it's a love month. Yeah, I got people it. are okay. more aware of. Yes. Them being in a relationship more or more feels. aware of not being. Yeah, I think that's, that's what it one. is. Yeah. I think that's what it is. There's a ton of pressure. Yeah. Yes. Right. Well, like, why? and it still exists now because, like, it, there's a you've built a whole industry yes. on Valentine's Day, mm-hmm. and there's a ton of pressure Absolutely. to like to be in a relationship by any means necessary on Valentine's Day. I I'm with. Yeah, I, I, I love get that. that by any means by necessary. Any means. Hey. So this 
podcast is really for those by any means necessary. Absolutely. People. If Absolutely. you're listening, hey, no hate. We're here to help you. One hundred percent. Hopefully, uh, hopefully you'll find this encouraging. Maybe not, but we're gonna do our best. <laughs> we're gonna talk about a list here of I don't know thirty five or so things that you're not ready to date. If I love this, yeah, I love this. Dating is one of my favorite things to talk about. And we're going to get into all of it. You are not ready to date if you don't understand that most dating relationships will end with someone getting dumped. 100%. 100,000%. It's just a reality. Yeah, getting, getting dumped feels great. <laughs> it's the best. I, never, I just didn't let people dump me. Really? If they, if they, pre-dumping? If, if they, no, I just kept acting like we were going out. <laughs> they call it stalking yeah, now. That's kind of creepy. I mean, like I wouldn't let. I was determined. I wouldn't let a restraining order. Like, yeah. wait, no, you're that not you edit that out. Me. <laughs> <laughs> you're not dumping me. You're not, no, I don't care this what isn't you over. <laughs> we're still together. So you're not ready to date oh if, you're, if you're not willing to understand that. Number two, you're not ready to date if you've based your dating values off of Instagram. TikTok, mm. Snap, or Tinder. Wow. No, I agree. Yeah. I agree wholeheartedly. If you don't, I, to, to me, like, I'm not, so we're just gonna give like rapid fire responses because there's a lot. But to me, if you don't have your own values, you can't have help someone else value you. Right. If you don't have I your own values. That, for sure. You know, like, so you sure. gotta know what your values are, what's valuable to you. And I think that there, I, I bet you right now that someone is getting it on the treadmill right now and they thought that that point was really silly, but I guarantee you, that that is a real thing. But you know, the, the truth is there's there is a whole there is a whole agenda in culture that is trying to define how you live every aspect of your life, how you think how you think you're supposed to look, what you think you're supposed to buy, what yeah. you think the milestones of your life should be. And in that is your rom- your romantic life. Your romantic life should look like this. It should include this XYZ XYZ. No, you're right. Right? And so I think that um if if you're looking if you're looking to please the agenda or please the image that culture through social media, through relationships around you, whatever it is, is defining for you, then your values immediately are off, right. you know? And so I agree. It does sound silly. TikTok, Tinder, all of it. If, if, you know, it sounds silly to say if that's what's defining your values, but the truth is for the majority of people in culture, yeah. that stuff yeah. is, deva- is, is defining values for most of society. It's true because you're spending most of your time on a playlist on your iTunes or Spotify. Absolutely, you can't man. tell me that where you spend Absolutely. the most of your time and those voices you're hearing are not having a profound yeah. impact on how you behave, how you how you give love, how you receive it. You're not ready to date if you're expecting Mr. or Mrs. Wright to fill a void in your life or mm. you think your boyfriend or girlfriend will give you some level of completion. That's too much pressure, Mark. Yeah. That's a lot of pressure. That's too much pressure, yeah. man. 23 years into my relationship with Diana, all right, 23 years deep. One of the greatest lessons I've learned in the last 10 years is that Diana's job was never to complete me. Yeah. She was never the source of my joy. Pastor Charles Neiman taught me that when when he was talking about how he's overcome losing his wife, his wife going to heaven, right? Which, by the way, shout out, we're just going to plug our church. Um, if you've gone through a time of grief, a time of loss, maybe maybe February's tough for you because yeah. there's bad. there's been a bad breakup, just a bad love left a bad taste in your mouth, which... I would just argue to say that that wasn't real love, right? Sure. That was counterfeit, some kind of fugazi love, right? Um, but 
to me, it's this. If there's some sort of recovery that's happening in your life, please do yourself a favor. Go on our church app and listen to When Life Doesn't Play Along. Yeah. Yeah, and one of the incredible revelations that our pastor teaches us is that it was it's not... My, my spouse or my partner, the person I'm dating, my friends, whatever, it's not their job to satisfy my life, right? My, my completion, my happiness and the life that satisfies should, should be found in Jesus Christ, right? Absolutely. And so one of the things that I've really, really appreciated, man, and I feel like it's helped me become a better husband and it's helped me allow Diana to be a better wife and a better girlfriend to me in the sense that, man, she's here to compliment yeah. me. Right, like God is God is completing me. God is doing something sure. to me. But Diana is complimenting me. She's seasoning. She brings out the best of that's me. Huge. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're not ready to if you're not ready to value the other person more highly than yourself. Jeez, that's major. That's huge. That's major. That's huge. Valuing wow. people. We, I think we live in a time right now where we talk about loving people. Yeah. We talk about valuing people. When we get right down to it, just creep around on social bro, media a little bit. Bro. And the truth of the matter is we just don't value people. I think, I think if, if we're going to unpack that statement a little bit, just valuing people, period. You know, I think you should look at the pattern of his or her relationships yeah. prior to you. Totally agree. To see how they value people. Because first of all, they're going to repeat their patterns. Second of all, if they did it to them to get with you, oh, yeah. at some point they're going to do it to you to get with the next one. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You know? And so I think that, I've seen that I think you just need to see the patterns, man. Yeah. Um, I forgot who said it. This is not an, an idea original to me, right? But you don't marry potential, right? Like a lot of people think like, I can, I, like he's got so much yeah. potential. I can change him. He's got a great heart, right? It's like, first of all, God didn't call you to a project or a potential. He called you to a promise, yes. right? And when you get married to that person, you don't wake up next to their potential. You wake up to next to their patterns. Yeah. It is what it is. Every single yeah. day yeah. you wake up next to their patterns, man, yeah. right? And so pa the, how you value something is always going to be seen yeah. in your patterns. Watch someone closely and they're going to show you who they really are. Yeah. And when someone shows you who they really are, you need to make sure you believe them. Otherwise, you've been dating somebody, then you get married, you're like, dang, I just got catfished. <laughs> <laughs> I got catfished. I don't even know who this person is. But like, really, but to me, to me, it's this man. The joke's on you because like yeah, they were trying, they were trying to show you the whole time. Yeah, you, you played, played yourself. yourself when they were like cussing you out over text, when they were like just ghosting you, not responding, when they were acting different in front of their friends, blah 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 blah. Right, like, yeah. dude, you saw it the whole time. Yeah, no, you're right. You played yourself. You know what I mean? Like, that's the worst. Yeah. The worst deception is self-deception. You're not ready to date if you quickly tell the opposite sex in a relationship that you love them. Be I agree with if all If you of say my heart. those three words first, you'll be the first person to say the next three words. They hurt me. Ouch. They hurt me. They hurt me. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You know, yeah. let me unpack that just yeah. a little bit. And don't say things you don't mean. You know, like saying things you don't mean to get someone to do something they don't want to do is emotional abuse. It's verbal abuse. Yep. Stop saying stuff you don't mean to get what you want. Yeah. And ladies, let me just help you out. Guys will always use the emotional to get the physical. And ladies, please stop using the physical to try to get the emotional. It's going to lead you to the wrong places every single time. You know, and so I, I tip, Mark, I love that you, that that was one of the points, man. Like, I think people say that way before they mean it. Like, seriously, like if you haven't, if you haven't had an opportunity to be patient with someone you're dating, 
you don't love them. Yeah. That's First Corinthians 13, 4. Yeah. Love is patient. Yeah. And if you haven't had a moment where you're like, man, I'm patient with this woman, I'm patient with this guy, you don't really love them. Love is the most overworked yet underpaid emotion, period. Period. Because we love everything. I love the Chicago Bulls. I love <laughs> them. But, but, but I also love Chipotle. Hello. I love Chipotle. And I also really love this band, but I also love my favorite pen. And I, I love my iPhone. I love these little mints you came and dropped on the table when you walked in. I love my bottle of water. I love it so much. And we say we love it, but then it switches Jeez. so fast. Yeah. And so I think Jeez. that we really have no concept at times because it's so overused. It's watered down. What if we stopped saying, I love you, right? And what if we just started being attributional? Hey, I really like when you do this. Yeah. Hey, I really like this about you. Yeah. Hey, I really enjoy our time together. Hey, I really enjoy when this happens. Hey, I really appreciate yeah. this. I don't know whether, I think that's so much pressure yeah. to say like, what, I have a strong emotion, but I don't know if it's love or not yet. You know what I'm saying? Like we've been together four months or yeah. we've been together a year or whatever. And now I feel like there's this pressure, this whatever, like the, I have to hit this milestone of yeah, like, I love you. you know? um, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> I mean, I, I like you too. I value you. I, think, <laughs> I really think so the world How of would you. you respond right now? If like you're going out on Valentine's day and you're like, Hey, I love you. And the person you said, she goes, I, I value you. <laughs> I value your company yeah. a lot. You know, but I because I, I don't know I don't know that we were armed with better ways. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like look, dude, honestly, like there's there's so much prep to get into college and there's so much prep yeah. to like choose a major and there's so much like there's so much like you get a better trainer to lift weights than you do to manage your emotions wow. and your romantic life. Seriously, people yeah. are like like we were just talking about doing our taxes. We talk more about doing our taxes every year than we do managing our romantic lives, managing yeah. our emotions. You know, and I think honestly, man, like we've done a poor job of teaching people how to express their feelings, mm -hmm. how to express where they're at cognitively, emotionally right now. Yeah. And I wonder if maybe we don't invest at some point on a on, in a future podcast on a tool, on a toolkit yeah. or something like, "Hey, here's how you express what you're feeling. You don't have to say I love you." Don't put that pressure on yeah. yourself. But here's how you say what you mean. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's good. You're not ready to date if you find yourself constantly jumping from one relationship oh right my to gosh. the next. Oh my gosh. You're not ready yet. You're not you ready. You are yet. not ready. You're you, not ready. You have no idea who you are. Yeah, mm -hmm. give yourself some time. You're not ready. Oh my gosh. You're not ready. You are man, not quite there, ready. Yeah, I, there's yeah, I don't. There's words I want to say. You may you I, may I feel like you are, and your emotions may tell you you are, and that's the thing we have to realize about our feelings and our emotions. They're constantly switching. They're constantly uh, they can move from one thing to the next depending on the day you're having, depending on the words that are spoken mm -hmm. to you. And so you may feel like you're ready because you really like her, or you may feel that you really want to get to know him, and you may want to get to know them. Yeah. But I would encourage you to just stop. Collect yourself. I agree. For a little bit. I agree. And you know, let me, if I can just add this thought to it also. Um, if, if you're, if you're currently in the, in the pattern of jumping from relationship to relationship. Um, okay. I'm just going to say it and I hope you hear my heart on it. You guys, um, please, please don't blame God for yeah. the pain that you're going to cause yourself no. by jumping into something too soon, by pouring yourself into something you weren't ready for. Yeah. That wasn't God's fault. Right. God didn't do that. You know, like, and I, I love that. We're, I love that we're tackling that. Like we've been ridiculous on this, but that is so real. And at some point, 
when are you going to break the cycle? Absolutely. At some point. Absolutely. Because if it keeps on going from that and you drag that kind of mentality into your marriage, at what point do you say enough is enough? Yeah. I'm you know, and, break this. I'm, and I'm so careful about, I'm, I'm, well, I, I, if, if I was dating right now, I would be so careful about how, how much I give myself, how fast, how often. Yeah. Right. And you've heard me say this before, but like, I, I think this, I, as I watch dating patterns now, I don't think a lot, I don't think we're even dating because anytime you go from one relationship to the next and you give yourself all, if you go all, when you go all in emotionally, physically, financially, from a, from a perspective of all your time, right? That's not dating, man. That's your, that's marriage. Yeah. Yeah. And, every, and every time you break up, you're practicing divorce. Yes. You know, and she's like, man, I gave everything, but it wasn't enough. So I'm just going to walk away. And now we wonder why six out of 10 or seven out of 10 marriages right now end up in divorce. It's because you've been practicing that since you were 14. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's, yeah, it's like, like when, when are you going to break it? When are you right. going to break it? When are you going to yeah. break that cycle? Number 24, you're not ready to date if you're not willing to treat others the way that you want to be treated. Big facts. I think there's so much so much hypocrisy in dating sometimes you know what I mean like and you guys do marriage counseling also yeah. and like there's always three sides to every story yep right he said she said and then what is what is actually yeah. happening yeah. you know and we tend to become so myopic in our experiences mm -hmm. you know what I mean um, and I think that the very best place you can start today is taking ownership of yourself yes yeah. right Self absolutely yeah. you will you that, that girl that's driving you nuts she will probably end up driving you nuts for the rest of your life if you marry her. That's the truth. I love my wife. I'm thinking of a Kanye lyric right now. Shorty kind of crazy, but it turned me on, right? Like, <laughs> you know, but, but, but it's the truth sometimes, right? Um, and, and, and I've come to this realization. What frees me is, is like, I will never, Diana Ramirez, I will never be able to control her. Yeah. But at my very best, I can influence her. Yes. I can influence her. You know, um, and so I think that re realizing that like, man, I'm going to I'm going to do my very best not to control you, but to influence you. And I'm going to teach you how to love. Shout out Lil Wayne. I'm going to teach you how to love our most underrated love song. Had a lot of crooks try to steal your heart. Come on, man. <laughs> Yo, but, but real talk, right? Like I'm going to teach you how to love me by my example of loving yeah. you. You know, I think as followers of Christ, one of the things that we should be looking for is, is the is the fruit, fruit to the spirit. I think yeah. that's one of the ways that people can tell. Galatians chapter five. Yeah, and I yeah. think that self control is what we're talking about. Yes, sir. And if we're looking for the fruit of the spirit, I really believe that you can't have any. It's love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, self control. You can't have any of the others without self control. Yeah. You can't be patient unless you control yourself. You can't love unless you control yourself. You can't be kind unless you control yourself. And I think that if we could, not even in a relationship sense, just as we as people, as a young man, young woman growing up, if we could learn how to control ourselves, what kind of fruit could our life have? Absolutely. What could the Holy Spirit release in your life if you could learn how to control yourself? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. We're not that ready to date. Good. We're not ready to date. We're not ready to date. If you have to convince yourself that you're ready. <laughs> Oh, I'm ready. I'm ready. Oh, I've been ready. <laughs> oh, I stay ready. <laughs> You're not ready. You're not You're ready. Not ready. No. You're not ready. Don't no. convince yourself. Because no one else believes you either. <laughs> That's why no one's asking you out. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. 
Nah. Is that too real? Nah. nah. We might as well keep it real. Yeah. Facts are facts. Keep it 100. If you have to convince yourself, you're not ready. Just you're not wait. Ready. It's okay to wait. Huh? There's no pressure. Absolutely. There's no pressure. It's culture pressuring you. Family pressuring you. Friends pressuring Come you. On. That pressure, you don't have to carry that weight. Just wait for the right moment. You're not ready to date if you're believing for a Proverbs 31 girl when you're not a 1 Corinthians 13 4 guy. And I'm going to say this. You're not ready to date if you don't know what either one of those are. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> like, wait, 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 pause. I need, I need to pull the Bible out. <laughs> wait, oh, oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> For real, I mean, you want to talk about goals? Ladies, go read Proverbs 31. Yep. Yeah. Goals, fellas, go read 1 Corinthians 13. Was that 11? 13, 11, four, something like that? 13, four, four, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, like, love is patient, love is kind. You know, at the end of it, it's like when I, when I, be, you know, when I was a child, I spoke as a child, yep. I perceived as a child. Yeah. But when I became a man, put I put away childish things. Yeah. You know, that's, that's right at the end of that thought yeah. that, that, that Paul shares in 1 Corinthians yeah. 13, man. You know, like, if we're expecting something out of the opposite sex, mm. we should be expecting the same thing mm. from ourselves. Yes. But we, have, we do a really bad job of mm. wanting something from somebody else that yes. we ourselves aren't willing to do. Wow, mm. that's good. Hypocrisy. You're not ready to date if you aren't willing to set some immovable boundaries Ooh. in the relationship, emotionally, mm. physically, or whatever. Mm. You're not ready. Because mm. then, then you find you're saying, hey, Pastor Cruz, I don't know how it happened. I can tell you how it happened. I can tell you exactly. I can tell you exactly how it happened. Dude, yeah, 100%. 100%. Immovable boundaries. And this is what I say when it comes to boundaries is make them... Um, awkward and make them painfully obvious. Absolutely. Yeah. This is what I Absolutely. will not do physically. And I'll tell you something, ladies, um, that are listening to this right now. Um, one of, one of the things that, that just stirred so much admiration for Diana when we were dating was how, how firm she was with her convictions. My wife was a virgin on our wedding night. Wow. You know, I mean, cool. six and a half years of dating and she, and she took my, she took me from a life that I'm not proud of into a real walk with Jesus and a real honoring Jesus with every aspect of myself, my mind, my body, my heart based on her convictions. Wow. That's good. And she set this incredible example, yeah. you know, and to this day, man, like to the, let, let me tell you one of the things that, that I, that I learned as a, that to do as a husband that Diana influenced as a girlfriend was, Hey Cruz, it might not be important to you, mm. but if I'm important to you, this is important to you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I learned that she, she, she influenced that during dating life. And now that's like carried over into our marriage. And yeah. so now like, th like to me, I'm I, like, I don't get, I, I don't freak out when the trash can is like kind of full. Cause I'm the guy like, man, there's more, there's more potential in that trash can. I just go push it yeah. down. You know what I'm saying like that doesn't bug me, yeah. but I know it bugs my wife. Yeah. And I've learned that if it's important to her and because she's important to me, now it becomes important yeah. to me. You know what I'm saying? So I, man, that's, that's beautiful. That's good. You're not ready to date. If the thought of not having a boyfriend or a girlfriend seems depressing to you, we see our friends and other people in relationships and mm -hmm. they're dating. Then it's almost like FOMO, like, oh, I need that too. Dude. And it, it's kind of, I think it's pointless. Like, it's not something we should put so much pressure on. I think there's a, there's a joy in being single. I really do think there is a joy in being single. And I know it's easy for me to say because I'm married now, but even when I was single, I think there's, it's a time that you 
really focus on yourself. Absolutely. Like you focus on being the, I think you said this before, Pastor Cruz, that um, you, worry, you worry more about being the right person for that one girl when she does come along instead of trying to find the right girl, worry about being the right person. And when you're single, like you have that time to, to really focus on yourself and really work mainly put attention on your on your walk with God like you said before. I think I think I think being I think being single should never be a a stigma yes. or a scarlet letter, man. Right. It should never be something that's that's derogatory. I think that if you ever have the opportunity to or if ever there's a season to be selfish, it's during your single yeah. life. If there's ever somewhere to like to learn to love yourself, to learn what you value, to learn what's important to you, to do the stuff you enjoy. It's your single life. And the truth is, you're never really single. Because yeah. even though you're not dating someone else, you're always dating you. Yeah. Yeah. You're wow. not, you know? Yeah. And the truth is, you're also in a relationship with Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. You know? And so, yeah. I don't know whether or not you're ever really single. You're not ready to date if you're okay with devaluing yourself to give the other person what they want. Oh. You know, my, my encouragement oh, to gosh. every young man, young woman listening to this is that God paid the highest price for you. Amen. You're expensive, so refuse to mark yourself down for somebody else. That is beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. I agree. Your standard should never change when your status changes. If you're a young lady, young man listening to this, and you have boundaries that you've set. We've already talked about boundaries. We're talking about morals and devaluing yourself. But if you've had boundaries that you've agreed to and set, this is what I would say to you. In your relationship, if one part of the relationship is constantly getting close to the line and crossing that line, mm. that means that they don't value you. Mm. Yeah. And so if they're constantly doing that, then it's time for you to walk. No matter how much time you've spent with them, but if they can't honor your boundaries now, they're not going to honor ever. boundaries later. Not ever. You're not ready to date if you don't think their lifestyle will have a deep effect on every part of your life. <laughs> just think about what you just said. Oh my gosh. If there's anything that changes you, it's dating and romantic relationships. We talked about this on uh, a few podcasts back on Belong. Yes. Show me your friends. I'll show your future. Absolutely. Let's just take it way deeper. Show me your dating relationship. We can definitely show you. Your <laughs> we can future. absolutely yeah. show yeah. you your future. Oh my gosh! You know, you know. Okay, I'm just talking to the guys. You know what drives me nuts is the guy who disappears, like the moment, like three days into dating a new, a new finding a new girl, like he no longer has friends. Yep. You know, like no, like he doesn't have time for anyone. Whatever. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. You know, we all know that yeah. guy, yeah. right? None of us were that guy, <laughs> you know, yeah. but like, no man, like it, you're, you're either for the negative or the positive, your dating, your dating life is going to impact yes. your everyday life so much. Oh my gosh, man. We don't have time to unpack that, but you're not ready to date if you don't understand that Absolutely. very fully. And you're, you're not also ready. not ready to date if you don't understand that whatever you give your significant other physically, emotionally, financially, whatever, mm. is not returned to you when it's over. Yeah. You're not getting it back. No, Yo, you're not getting it back. And I, you're, not, you're not ready to date, I think, if you're not willing to answer this question, okay? Everything that I give you, right, on, a, on Valentine's Day, yeah. right? Everything I give you on our whatever, on, you know, like as we're dating, everything I give you, 
you're not ready to date if you're not willing to answer this question right now. How am I going to feel when everything that we're doing right now, he's going to be doing with someone else pretty wow. soon? Yeah. Right? Like you're not if you're if you're unwilling to confront that, yeah. you're you're not ready to date. Or maybe maybe you can confront it and you can say, you know what? Okay, well that helps me draw my boundaries sure. because if I don't want to see him or her doing this with someone else, then I'm not going to do this with him or her until you're never going to have someone else in your life, a.k.a. meet me at the altar in your white dress. We ain't getting no younger girl. We might as well do this. Another underrated song by the great guys at Jagged Edge. It's Jagged Edge. (laughs) (laughs) I have a lot of conversation with, as soon as a relationship ends, it's the... I gave so much of my heart away. Well, we're not even talking at a physical point, but emotionally. Yeah, man. The things that you've shared, the ideas, the thoughts, the yeah. dreams, you are you're kind of you're kind of giving them the your your significant other. You're also kind of making them a keeper of those things as well. Absolutely. And when you share those pieces of your life, your heart, you don't you don't get those things back. Not ever. You don't get them back. And so not I would ever. say in your relationships, that's why it's so important to be careful. I'm not saying to throw a bunch of walls up and don't let anybody yeah. into your life. That would be, that wouldn't be the right thing, yeah. but be careful who you let in, in, you know, Mark, I, I love, I love that you said that man, because so this kind of like goes back to one of the points that we made a, a, a while back, um, on you're not ready to date if you're not ready to be a really good friend. Yeah. And I think that if, if things don't work for you, um, romantically, you can, there, you can walk away from a romantic relationship and still be a good friend or at yeah. least a good person. Yeah, not dragging somebody. Right, exactly. Yeah. Don't take all those things that you shared intimately, not even just the physical stuff. I mean, the emotion, I love that you brought this up. The emotional stuff, the secret stuff, the, the really, really personal stuff. Yeah. You keep that. Be a good person, yeah. man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Don't crucify them right. with yeah. that. Don't drag them through the mud with that. Be a good person and say, you know what, man? You know, it didn't work the way we thought it should have or it would have. But I'm grateful for this time. And man, I'm really grateful that I can be a, a really good person yeah. that covers. That's like if you shared any kind of love, right? The scripture says that love covers, yeah. you know? And and I think that that part of our culture, if you're listening to this and and you're part of prime culture, our culture should always be, man, I'm here to cover. I'm not here to, yeah. to disrupt someone's life. I'm not here to be, you know, an angry ex. Yeah. You know, I'm not here to destroy or cause dysfunction or chaos. I know I'm going to cover you, you know, and, and whatever we had for our, however long we had it, it'll be special. And it'll I, be part of my story. I'm convinced too. I'm, I'm really convinced. It can be a bad breakup. Like one of the ones that we, we, we hear songs, Taylor Swift singing. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it could be a, <laughs> look what you made it, me it do. It could be a bad breakup, <laughs> but I still think you don't have to be a loser. Come on, dude. Yeah. It can a, be bad. Dude, that's so it good. Can hurt, a bad person, a bad breakup doesn't have to make you a bad person. Yeah. Wow. Come on, you're preaching. Like, like you're you, preaching. you can still cover somebody. You can still show love to them and, and go separate yeah, ways. Yeah, you're preaching. It's okay to make a choice and say, you know what? Our lives, this isn't going to work long term. But you know what? I'm going to go my way. You go yours. Yeah. And I'm not going to yeah. sit here and fire at you yeah, the whole yeah. time and watch you bleed out. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So at the end of a relationship, if it does end, like... Don't be a loser. Right. Yeah. That's great. You know what I mean? That, like, I'm, I'm, that's good. And, and, but that's don't good act wisdom. like a victim yeah. while you do it. Right. Right. 
Right. You know what I mean? Like right. you can be a, a kind person. I think as part of the fruits of the spirit, that should be our goal. I just, I really feel that on just overall is have self-control. Maybe there are things you could say. Maybe there's things you, you would be, I don't know, right to say. It's your right to say. But not all things that are right are good. Yeah. And practice self-control. And so your life, your life can have fruit. Stop letting unforgiveness have control of your future. Let it go. Have self-control and practice love. Gent- be gentle when the situation is hard. The fruits of the be, spirit again. Be gentle when it's tough. Have some self-control. Be, be, practice kindness. Absolutely. Patience. Absolutely. Let Mark. the situation ride out. Show some self-control. Yeah. And I guarantee you, a couple years from now, dear Jesus, you'll be glad you did. Absolutely. You treated someone with the respect that they deserved. You're not ready to date if you don't understand that not all things that are good to you are profitable for you. Pretty heavy. Hit. That's a word. That's You're not a word. ready. You're not ready. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful. I'm grateful for, for the ones who, who, and I'm not just talking about dating relationships. I'm talking about leadership opportunities. I'm talking about professional opportunities. I'm, I'm grateful now for the, I'm grateful for the ones that, the, 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 the doors that did open for me, but I'm also grateful for the ones that said no to me. I'm grateful for that. You know, because I thought it was good, but I don't know that I'd be sitting here today if I had moved to Denver when uh, the, co- the company that I was working for right out of college had offered me to move me to Denver. It was, it sounded good. And it was, it was like, man, that makes sense. You know, but I don't, I don't know that I'd be walking to my purpose if I was just chasing good. You, you see what I'm saying? Absolutely. Um, here we go. Genesis chapter two, Genesis chapter three, the woman saw the fruit that it was good to eat. Mm-hmm. Right. And she had a choice to make. Am I going to do what God said or am I going to do what seems good? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's that, it's, that, uh, it's that tweet, right? Good or God. That's it right there. You know? That's the meme. Yeah. Love languages and memes. Yeah. Like good it, or God. It, it, could be, it could be good. But is it God? But is it God for you? Hmm. It, it might look right. Someone just pushed stop on yeah. the treadmill right now. They're just yeah. like, oh man, like, <laughs> wow. oh my gosh, oh god, oh my god. Someone legit just, I like, I just saw it in my mind, like, oh man, I like, can't oh, even. Gosh. Oh man. All right, Mark, this was an incredible conversation, man. Absolutely. So now, I just want us to land a plane in sixty seconds, man. So give us sixty seconds of fire of wisdom. Let's go. All right, friends, sixty seconds. I think it's really important that we that you become what you're looking for in somebody else. You got to be willing to become what you're expecting out of a potential significant other before you date them. That's why being single is not a bad thing because you can become successfully single. Healthy relationships never start with us though. It's not an us thing. A healthy relationship always starts with me. If I don't love me, then how can I love you? And possibly the most important part of any relationship is who I become while I'm waiting for the right persons. A relationship won't make you mature. A marriage won't make you mature. They actually put a spotlight on my immaturity. So friends, love well, live well, do relationships well. You got this. Hey everyone, I want to thank you so much for joining us wherever you're at today for the Prime Culture 
podcast. Pastor Dave, thank you for joining yeah, us in the conversation. Let's go. Prime it was essential. great having you here. Prime Essential in the building. Just so you guys know, Prime Essential goes live March 25th. Couldn't be more excited about that. Get on that Prime Essential wave. Let's We're excited go. what God's doing in Prime in general. It's going to be an amazing month. we got a lot of great things planned. Stay tuned for the next episode of the Prime Culture Podcast. Mark McGaffin. Hey, Cruz Ramirez. David. I like that.